Welcome back to Gale Force Winds Season 2. Gale Force Winds is pleased to introduce a stream of thought leadership focused on family-owned businesses. Family businesses are a unique breed and often, yeah. I think, misunderstood. Something like 3.26 trillion, that's what the T is in Tommy, revenue from family businesses in North America alone. Laura is a strategic planning and leadership development executive with extensive experience in coaching, leading teams, and cultivating relationships in the corporate and non-for-profit sectors. Laura brings her expertise in organizational and leader development, communicating for influence and impact, navigating complex transitions, and achieving peak performance to her work with clients to create powerful and resilient leaders. Charles Chuck Ferlot is a corporate executive who has led transformational change across industry sectors in four countries. Currently, he helps organizations navigate growth and drive productivity through a focus on people, process, and profit. The Gale Force Wins Podcast is proudly sponsored by Newfound Marketing, a digital marketing agency located in St. John's, Newfoundland. Visit our website at newfoundmarketing.ca to find out how we can help your business grow. Newfound Marketing, a compliment to your marketing team. Well, Jerry, a really exciting uh, conversation we're about to have uh, on Gale Force Wins. I tell you, there's one thing I really like, and that's small business. Small business is the economic driver, no matter which country you go to. And I'm excited to get into some conversation around that. And some of the coolest small businesses are family-owned small businesses. What do you think? No, I, I agree. And, uh, you know, we've had the good fortune of meeting two very, very accomplished uh, people. And they're going to have a chat about that very topic. Best thing we can do, stay out of the way. Chuck, Laura, why don't you go ahead? Hi, I'm Chuck Ferlotta, and with me is Laura Campbell. And we are going to have a bit of a discussion on family-owned businesses. Uh, Laura, uh, what got you first interested in the concept? Well, those family businesses are a unique breed. And often, yeah. I think, misunderstood. Um, they're a huge driver uh, economically. And perhaps you'll share with us a couple of statistics, because when you and I started talking and you did share the statistics with me, I was actually taken by surprise. I, I wasn't aware of, of the significance of them. Um, and yet they have some unique challenges and some unique opportunities. And I think it would be great to talk a little bit about that. Well said. Well, they generate more than 50% of the GNP, the gross national product in the U.S. alone. 19% of the Fortune Global 500 are family controlled. So uh, Alan and Jerry were rightfully talking about the small family businesses, but they are also huge as well. You know, they from uh, little uh, acorns, uh, big oak trees grow. And then I think it was last year, there was something like 3.26 trillion, that's what the T is in Tommy, revenue from family businesses in North America alone. So yeah, huge, huge uh, uh, piece of of the economy globally and uh, on, on North American shores uh, as, as well. So what do you see as some of the challenges with uh, family-owned 
businesses, Laura? Let's start with the word family. <laughs> yes. I mean, <laughs> I mean, do I hear yes. dysfunction? Family dysfunction? I don't know. Um, I, I think I think we could say family and complexity. Um, and family, yeah. and there can be dysfunction. Um, but I think even under the best of, of familial circumstances, um, you know, mixing business and pleasure can be really hard. And so the the ch- the challenge and opportunity is how do you navigate that? How do you navigate um, when what, what the needs are of the company of the organization with the family that you have and um when when unexpected turbulence or conflict or tension arise like what what happens then and how do you navigate all of that and there are ways to do it successfully Mm -hmm. well you're right in that families by very definition are most often dysfunctional i i I have known very uh few as a matter of fact i don't know any families that don't have some element of dysfunctionality, but somehow certain family businesses seem to surpass the the dysfunction and and the clunkiness of being a family unit, and and get on to doing uh, doing well. And when they do do well, they do exceptionally well. That's that's been uh, that's been demonstrated as well. I know that there's a one statistic in in businesses that say that says that uh, 50% of businesses uh, that start up don't make it for the first past the five year mark. And then 80% of that remaining 50 don't make it past the tenure mark. So the, the the road to businesses, whether you're family or not, the road to starting a business is a treacherous one. It's not it's not easy, as any uh, sole entrepreneur or business owner will will tell you. But somehow these folks have uh, been able to garner um, a an approach and a construct that um, that works. What are your thoughts on values in a in a family business? Do you see that as as well, important? Here, here, yes, of course, yes. What the words that that come to mind when I think about the thing, both both what things look like done well and what things look like when they're not, when things do do start to fall apart, have often to do with assessing assessing assessment and alignment. Right. Yep. So values would be one of those things. There's there's opportunities. And, and by the way, assessment and alignment over time, growth and evolution. Right. Okay. So here. So so when you talk about values, yes, there needs to be alignment, which which means there should be an assessment of them and an alignment across. But we could say those that same thing around skill level, leadership level, right? What assessing, what does the family, what do they bring with them? What does the organization need? And what happens as it grows and evolve? You know, right. and, and how can you continue to have the conversations that allow for um, an accurate 
assessment and aligning because it's when you don't have those things that I think you can see see bits and pieces starting to deteriorate or um, tension or conflict beginning to to have little seeds planted of them. Good point. I think all found all um, all companies have have values, of course. Uh, some have values by design, and others have values by default. And if they're by default, they're probably not going to be the ones you really, really want. And in family businesses, we often find the values are rooted in the founder. Um, And in well-run family businesses, they don't necessarily agree on everything, but they learn to rally on four or five key values that are non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. And they're also, I think family businesses are pretty quick to adapt as well. Sometimes they even speak in code. I remember working with one uh, New England construction company out of the Boston area. And um, uh, the old man who was the second generation, uh, he was known as the old man when I was around. Uh, (laughs) He would... um, when he wanted to uh, leave a meeting or leave a, 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 um, a discussion, he would just kind of tap his head a couple of times and his son knew that it was time to get out. Um, they know each other, they trust each other, but, but, uh, um, but they're also capable, of course, families are also capable, and this gets into the negative side of having vicious feuds. And we've seen families torn apart um, and, and companies torn apart because the families couldn't really, really yeah. get along and, and exist. Well, so well, how yeah. about, what? tell me a little bit about what happens when family businesses fail. For example, like the bad blood and the family conflict. Talk to me a little bit about that and why it happens. Um, <laughs> Do you think it's it's a are there ways of preventing that? Are there ways of, of, of protecting the family from itself? Yes. Oh, oh yes. I mean, relationships at large are complicated when it comes to business. Family relationships are going to be even more so, right? There's more emotion. There's more, especially if it's a family business, there's more, you know, invested in it. There's more, you know, skin in the game when you, when you are, um, when you are in a family business, but, you know, the thing that comes forward as both something that can lead to kind of when things go wrong, but also can be probably one of the most significant opportunities to bolster success is governance, right? Is good governance is what can truly, truly help, um, a family business to set a foundation as best for its success, right? To have good governance in place. So perhaps they're lacking in formal structure and good good governance. So do you see that as a a point of contention with the with the ownership, with the shareholder? Will they necessarily fight that at times, perhaps? I think that, that, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's plenty of evidence that there that there sometimes is not alignment 
around, you know, what, how much governance, what kind of governance, what does the structure look like, who, you know, the, the who and the what and the how. Um, and these are, you know, this is, it's, it's, you know, when you're talking about growing also, you scale what's in place, right? So to put things in place that allow you to scale with stability and with, with protection is really important. So the choices around governance are really important. Um, but yes, can, can, can family members not agree? <laughs> well, aren't we all in a family? I mean, it yep. happens, right? Things we don't always agree. So I, I you know, that is a, a key structural um, imperative for family businesses to, to navigate for success, 100%. What about the reluctance to look outside for help? Do you see that as an issue with family businesses? Yes. I mean, again, you know, anyone who's ever had or known someone who has a family business, there's, there's this, there's a pull to preserve and to protect and to keep, you know, keep in the family. So this notion of now let's, let's form a structure where we're seeking outside guidance who, by the way, are going to um, deliver their thoughts and opinions on how things should be done and sometimes step in when we aren't, exactly getting along, it, it can be very uncomfortable and can feel threatening, frankly. Mm -hmm. um, and yet that is the very structure that can actually um, support navigating the most complex times um, in a family and in a business or both. Interesting. One of the things we've observed is the longer term perspective of a family owned business. So if your if your surname is on the door, uh, you feel vested and you have a longer term view. And this allows for stability and ownership and paves the way for controlled and steady uh, growth. And so, in fact, these companies focus on resilience, perhaps even more than uh, performance. So. On our next discussion and our next uh, video discussion, I'd, I'd love to get into the the factors that really contribute to the success of, of the corporate entity. What what factors really set the 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 winners apart from the also rans, and how do you deal with real tricky yeah. issues like succession? Right? How? Who is going to make the decision on succession, and 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 who is going to rise above the pack and and lead the organization, and who is going to tell perhaps others who may not have the talent to do so uh, that they're not going to be anointed? Yeah, because those are some of the things that are very real in a in a family owned business. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say if we, we were to leave, you know, those who are watching this and, and are in family business or are working in the industry of family business, you know, two of the things to really consider is open your openness, right? And openness to knowing what you don't know and a growth mindset for um, adaptability and being able to uh see to learn to learn and to apply 
So just a few things to think about for those who are are actually out there doing family businesses. And navigating. Laura Campbell, thank you for your time and your partnership. Thank you, Jack. I'm over to uh, Jerry and Alan on uh, Gale Force Winds from Newfoundland and Prince Edward Island. What an amazing conversation. It was such a pleasure just to sit back and listen to you talk about this. Uh, the topics that you discussed were complicated and messy in a family and in a business, but yet you were able to distill them down in a very understandable format. And I think that you've really given us an awful lot to think about. I look forward to the next episode. How about you, Jerry? Well, absolutely. You know, I'm not sure. We'll have to figure out when that next episode is. Because there's too much here uh, that's very, very interesting. And uh, I learned a lot just listening to you. So thanks very much. We Thank look you. forward to having you. Thank you. Gale Force Winds. So Thank fun. you all. Well. Gale Force Winds is pleased to introduce a stream of thought leadership focused on family-owned businesses. Family businesses are a unique breed. And often, yeah. I think, misunderstood. Something like $3.26 trillion, that's what the T is in Tommy, revenue from family businesses in North America alone. Laura is a strategic planning and leadership development executive with extensive experience in coaching, leading teams, and cultivating relationships in the corporate and non-for-profit sectors. Laura brings her expertise in organizational and leader development, communicating for influence and impact, navigating complex transitions, and achieving peak performance to her work with clients to create powerful and resilient leaders. Charles Chuck Ferlot is a corporate executive who has led transformational change across industry sectors in four countries. Currently, he helps organizations navigate growth and drive productivity through a focus on people, process, and profit. Thank you for tuning in to Gale Force Wins. That's Gale Force Wins, W-I-N-S dot com.